Hello, hello. What's up? What's good? Ni hao, privyet. Welcome to the Any Given Runway Show. I'm your host, Randall Carlton Green. Any Given Runway celebrates the exploration of new cultures by highlighting some of the most thoughtful, introspective, creative people in the world. Everyone has a story, each person a scholar. We have a fantastic show for today. She's back. Avital Andrews joins us again. Avital was here last on the show in December. And she was one of the featured 2020 Reflections episodes. And we have her again today. This time, we're looking forward. We're looking to 2021. And as we start off the new year today, January 1st, Avital is going to share with us her hopes, goals, and plans for the new years and what makes her excited for 2021. Any day that I get to chat with Avital is time perfectly spent and there's no better choice than her to kick off the new year. Avital is a journalist, editor, content maker, and has been featured in the LA Times, USA Today, Huffington Post, and she's slowly writing a book, but it's going to get here soon. Don't worry. She's my favorite Stanford alum, someone who I respect and admire and who brings me endless joy when I get to see her face. So let's kick off the new year to new beginnings, to new hopes, to new goals, to new dreams, to the excitement and the opportunity of growth. Before we bring on Avital, I'd like to kick off this year with a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. Write it on your heart that every day is the best day in the year. I encourage everyone to go forward with that mentality. For me, it's accurate. Every day is the best day of the year for many reasons. Today, it's been the greatest day of my life because we have Avital. So let's bring on Avital Andrews and let's learn. 1 of the things I love about you is our, our conversations are incredibly intellectual. I can see your brain turning on your deep thoughts and profound thoughts. But what are your hopes for the new year for 2021? It was 20, 2020 was a very difficult year for many. Yeah. So what are your personal hopes? What do you want from the year? Let's see. So can I separate it into globally and personally? By all means, yeah. Okay. Um, I would say globally um, a vaccine, obviously. Mm-hmm. That would be everybody's hope and wish for 2021 and it sounds like it's coming um and i'm sure that human ingenuity is going to figure out all the logistical challenges of distributing it and who gets it first and all that but um but yeah first and foremost you know we need to stop the virus so that would be my biggest hope um which by the way doesn't it sound if we went back a year ago that sounds like a movie quote i want to stop the virus it just it's incredible it's who even would have yeah. thought that we'd be. I want, a, I want a vaccine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I was a fan of vaccines before. before <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> I, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, not all people are, yeah, especially, true. you know, with little kids. But, um, but yeah, no, I was, I was like, I was religious about getting my flu shot and, you know, did it this year too. And, you know, anyone out there who hasn't done it, go do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But, um, Yeah a coronavirus vaccine specifically. Um, and then uh, after that, globally, I would say that um, this new administration uh, makes some meaningful progress on climate change and some, you know, somehow reversing the damage of the previous administration um, without getting too political on you. Um, you know, I, I did, I worked at the Sierra Club for years and um, just, the ignoring of the problem and more than ignoring, but just the, you know, the exacerbation of the problem mm-hmm. is just, I, I don't even want to think about the damage that yeah. that has done. Um, and I don't know if it's reversible, but I am hopeful that, um, that 
we're going to head in a direction that has some that has some measure of healing in it um, for the environment. And then I would also hope, um, along those same lines, I guess that um, this the schism between the right and the left become smaller and start to heal um, here in America, but also worldwide. It's it's um, for some reason it seems to be a worldwide issue. Um, you know, with far right extremism taking hold again. Um, and yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think it's um, it's tearing apart families. It's tearing apart um, communities, and um, it's it's sort of it's sort of a scar on society right now. So I hope that starts to heal. And um, another another hope, uh, I guess, globally, another hope that I have for twenty twenty one is that the the backslides that women have experienced in this economy um will um turn out to be temporary because uh i don't remember the exact number but it's hundreds of thousands of women mostly working mothers have dropped out of the workforce because of um the way corona the way coronavirus has impacted the economy and the way that it affects women specifically you know when kids aren't in school um when child care centers are closed um it all usually falls to falls to women and yeah. so many people have had to leave their careers unfairly um so hopefully uh, you know i have a daughter and i don't want her ambitions and dreams and goals to be affected by this um sort of gendered backslide in the economy so you know just a, just a few things globally nothing too serious <laughs> <laughs> um and then um, per personally, I don't know. I have to. I have to think about that a little bit more. Um, maybe not next year. Maybe not in 2021. But at some point, I have a dream of starting a small nonprofit that um, provides editing and writing help for um, low-income or at-risk students who are applying to college. Mm -hmm. Because um, you know, a lot of a lot of us who've gone to college grew up in kind of these privileged communities where, you know, they took SAT classes and they had access to writing tutors and, you know, engaged high school counselors. Um, but I think that something that is holding, you know, people in, in different socioeconomic places where they are is they don't have access to those same kinds of resources. So um, I would, you know, if someone, if someone um, from an at-risk group has the ambition to go to college but they don't have access to the resources i would love to kind of hold their hand and be like okay so you have to write these essays for your applications um and just be their you know be their guide through it because it can be really intimidating especially if someone is not a natural writer and then i would also want to eventually expand that to um cover letters for low-income job applicants um so people who don't necessarily have ac the same access to resources um again maybe not in 2021 <laughs> that might be a little bit too ambitious for a year in which we're recovering from a pandemic but i'd love, I'd love to somehow get you know get kids who want to go to college that that type of help um as i mentioned before i'd love to reestablish a fitness routine um that's so cliche for a new year's thing but um it's true and I don't know. I, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'll try to keep things realistic because, as 2020 has shown, <laughs> these, as, you know, sometimes we just have to 
tread water and, you know, maintain where we are in a good way. Yeah. Gosh, such, such amazing ideas. I, I love that so many of your goals and hopes are worldly and they were mm-hmm. less about you because I know it's easier probably for me to rattle off all the things I want to do, but you're looking big picture mm-hmm. and, and I, I, I admire that so much. Thanks. What, what worries you most about the day? Um, yeah, let's see. So do we have time? Cause I, I think there might be a lot. <laughs> no. How, yeah. How much time you got? Um, I think, well, climate change, yeah. number one, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I live in California where the wildfires and the smoke have been out of control. And, um, it's, you know, we, there've been moments of 2020 where we couldn't, um, you know, we couldn't go indoors anywhere except for our own home because of coronavirus. And we couldn't go outdoors anywhere because of the smoke. Yeah. So literally, yeah. you know, with a six-year-old, we were confined yeah. to our little home and that's it. Um, and that's no world that I want my child to grow up mm-hmm. in. Like I, she needs to be able to go out and breathe fresh, unpolluted air um, yeah. that's not clogged up with smoke. Um, and you know our our forests and homes need to not be threatened with fire all the time. So yeah. um, climate change, I guess, um, short answer. And then also how divided our country is. Um, like I said, it's causing rifts in families, and it's almost like I've heard someone describe it as a cold civil war, um, like a, a cold war, but like a civil cold war yeah. but <laughs> within our own country. Um, and the, the thing that worries me the most about the political divide in our country is that there's not a lot of empathy for the other side. Um, <laughs> there's real zealots on both sides mm-hmm. and, and that people are putting their ideology ahead of people, mm-hmm. which I don't think should happen. Um, I think people should always come first and then ideas after, but um, people are just kind of, canceling people out of their lives because they have different opinions they have different viewpoints and you know some of some of which i vehemently disagree with too but um i i i just i don't think that anybody should become so um extremist that that it it affects the relation the relationship between them and and that, that i guess i'm speaking as a country like you know we we need to we need to get along. Yeah. Um, so I guess um, I hope, you know, my hope with a new administration is that they come through on their promise to unify. I don't know how they're going to do that, but yeah. um, I am concerned about, about that divide in our society. And then I guess the, the, the last thing I'll say about um, my many worries <laughs> are, uh, is, is like I mentioned before, the state of working mothers. Yeah. Um, many have dropped out of the workforce. Uh, Another thing I read was that, you know, it set progress back about 20 years for women, um, women in the workforce. And again, you know, my, my daughter is super ambitious. She already knows exactly what she wants to be. Yeah. Um, and I want her to grow up in a society where um, her gender and her parental status aren't hindrances to achieving her dreams. So that's, and I, that's not something that our society can say right now is that, um, it, that, you know, gender is not an issue in terms of getting where you want to go. So, um, you know, especially with the impact that the 2020 economy has had on women. So that I'm concerned about that. Yeah. Well, thank you for bringing up that because that's something I, I've overlooked myself because 
uh, you're right. We're having our first female vice president. There is progress, mm-hmm. but in a lot yeah. of ways, we've regressed at the same time. It's like, well, yeah. who's gonna who's gonna quit their job of the two? Well, it's gonna be you, mm-hmm. mom. So I, I, exactly. I'm, thank you for bringing that up because that's something I hadn't thought too much about. Your your comment on the environment is interesting because I almost felt like the virus was like a test on mm-hmm. how well how well we handled it is how well we're gonna handle the climate change in a way because it's like, hey, are you gonna be yeah. able to, are you gonna be are we gonna be able to unite upon something that might not affect us and with the climate change with you know your your parallel between the virus and climate change is i don't know why science gets so politicized it's not political but somehow everything needs to have two sides taken on for some reason and i i just that's what i don't get is you know the empirical well, facts there's not it doesn't need to become political well i want i want to stick with the environment because it's something that's important to me and sustainability mm-hmm important to me so i know that you are very environmentally conscious what are your plans for being more sustainable or Mm -hmm. ecologically ethical Mm, good question um gosh i don't yeah i don't know about new plans but um maybe maybe even if it's not new ones things that you're actually doing right now yeah well yeah i've been i've been a vegetarian for 20 years and Mm -hmm. um i consider that a decent contribution um you know i i wish i could i wish i you know, I guess, I guess I could try to go vegan again. I tried it for a little bit. It didn't, it didn't quite work. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in awe of people who can do it sustainably because um, that's better for the planet. Um, but I do try to eat a mostly plant-based diet um, because of the impact that meat has on the planet. Um, so that's one thing. Um, I compost um, because, you know, I, I have the pandemic to thank for driving and flying less than usual. Yeah. <laughs> not sure I would have done that on my own accord, but you know, I think we're all doing that. And then I think one thing that um, I'm getting more into is minimalism. Yeah. And um, there I'm, I joined uh, a local, uh, there's a lot of local face uh, Facebook groups um, called buy nothing. And they're super hyper local. Uh, like the one I was in actually kind of split into two to even become more local and people will just, it's just a constant, Dream of people posting stuff that they are getting rid of that they no longer want, but that are perfectly good items that um, they figure someone else could use. And then there's always like 10 comments on it, like, oh, please consider me for it. Um, Probably the most polite arguments you're ever going to see with the buy nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, they're, they're, no, they're great. Um, and they're like, oh, you know, post your favorite mm-hmm. flavor of lemonade and we'll, you know, we'll pick the best one. Um, but essentially it's people not throwing their stuff away, but giving it to someone yeah. who wants it. Um, you know, one person's trash is another person's treasure. Um, so that's been, even, even if I'm, you know, even if I'm not kind of commenting on, oh, you know, I, I'd love to have this or some, I have offered a few things that, you know, I've been getting rid of, but it's just, it's fun to see the exchange of um, people not throwing stuff away and, you know, people getting a quote new thing that's not really new, but um, upcycling is better than recycling, um, re, you know, reusing is better than recycling. Um, and then kind of on a more, um, along the same lines, I've been using a company called ThreadUp. Have you heard of them? Can we say that one again? It's called ThreadUp. It's T-H-R-E-D-U-P. I don't know. Okay. It's, an, it's, a, it's a great site. Um, I actually wrote a little story about them um, when I was at Sierra Magazine, which is how I learned about them initially. Um, but they, they send you a big, huge polka dot bag. You stuff in all the clothes and shoes 
that you don't wear anymore, you send it to them and they will list it all and, and they'll sell it for you. You get, you'll get a small portion of the, uh, of the proceeds and then, and you can buy any, you can, and same thing that you can basically buy all the stuff that other people send in. So it's like a, it's like an online fancy consignment shop. They're really picky yeah. about what they take. Um, and so basically it's, you know, it's used clothes um, when it comes down to it, but it's a really, they have a really fun way of doing it and they're really yeah. picky about what they take. So everything on there is really nice. Um, some of it still has tags on, but you're not adding another manufactured item to the world. You're yeah. consuming something that already exists. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and I have to say, um, having one child, <laughs> um, not maybe not adding another is another. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. There's, a lot of, there's a lot of consideration, um, with population <laughs> load and, um, yeah. even just having one, mm -hmm. seeing the consumption mm -hmm. that one little person makes yeah. <laughs> it's insane like one yeah the amount yeah the amount of the amount of environmental stuff that needs to happen for one person to be born and then turn seven is incredible so yeah. um having a child rather than two or three is another contribution i can make i guess i think it's i think it's perfect i think it's something that we don't think of right when we're thinking of all things we can do we don't think hey maybe we have a <laughs> Yeah. Well, I love your interest in minimalism, and I, I think it's admirable. And I like the thread of it. I'm going to have to look more into that. I'm, I'm going to read your article as well. I'll send it to you. What would make – you might have talked about this a little bit in the hopes, but a year from now, we're having our, we're having, you and I are having our wrap-up 2021 conversation. And I look back and I say, hey, was this, was this year successful? And mm. so if we look forward, what would make for a successful year? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I look forward to that conversation already. <laughs> but – um, that's kind of a lot of pressure. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, I, I just wonder how we quantify it. Yeah. Well, one thing I've been wanting to do for a really long time, and I think I talked about it in our last interview too, was um, get, a, get a children's book published. And I have mm -hmm. a manuscript. Um, and I have a few others that are kind of um, in different phases of completion. And I just haven't done a whole lot of work in terms of getting it out there. Um, if there's any publishers listening. Yes, exactly. <laughs> reach out. But um, if, if I, you know, if I have, it's, yeah, it's an ambition of mine. It's a dream of mine to um, become a children's book author. Right. So if I have a kid's book published, then, you know, I, I think maybe the year um, can, can be written off as a, a good one. Um, but I guess, um, I don't know, I, I think that I, I'd have to do a little bit of more introspection to have a great answer for you but um i think generally my goals are to have added more to the world than i've taken mm -hmm. from it on a balance um love that, love that. hope I, that i've shared people's stories because you know that's, that's why i became a writer um i ho hope that i've eased people's burdens and reduced suffering and created joy or at least inspiration I guess that's the best I can say right now with that, you that's know, it's best so you can say. that's the best anyone can say. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to be ambitious right now. You know, it's, uh -huh. uh, it's just so much still uncertainty and that's where we're going to be. But I love that. So then what excites you most about 2021? 
um, what excites what excites me? Um, the vaccine excites me. Okay. I'm sort of a news junkie about the vaccine stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't wait until they come out with a with a movie about you know vaccine race. Yeah. Um, because I mean, that seems like a direct HBO one in my mind. Like, you know, <laughs> well, let's hope one, we can yeah. watch it in theaters, actually. Yeah. Okay, true, 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 true. <laughs> that would be the ultimate, right? That'd be very that symbolic. Would be, That'd be very romantic exactly. in a sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, those are the heroes, right? Yeah, like, those yeah. are the Jonas Salts. Yeah. Um, and nobody knows their names yet, but yeah. um, I mean, what a contribution to humanity, right? Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm excited about an administration that prioritizes science, um, both in terms of COVID and climate and that, you know, is, yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, that's about as specific as I'll get with that. Yeah, but yeah. I'm excited that there'll be priority of unifying instead of dividing the country. Um, and I'm really excited for young girls to see a woman of color and a daughter of immigrants in the White House as the vice president. Um, I'm excited to see my daughter grow and develop her passions. Um, everything she says is, I, I mean, oh gosh, I'm gonna sound like a doting mom, but everything, like I never know what's gonna come out of her mouth, right? Like what she's gonna get passionate about. Like today she ran into the room being like, mom, did you know there's such a thing as a pig-nosed turtle? And she was like so excited. I was like, no, I didn't know that. And she was, that, that was like her excitement for the day, so. Even just those little like mm -hmm. excitements through my daughter of the little random things that she gets excited about, um, and I'm excited about the possibility of traveling again. I've, um, I didn't think I'd start to miss it as much as I do, but I, I really have started to miss like the the small pleasures of it, like coming across a street musician or finding lights strung across an alley or uh, finding some completely unexpected experience like when you least expect it and um weird i'm finding i'm having these sort of like travel inspired scenarios in my dreams now because i can't have them in real life but i really i yeah. miss that kind of serendipitous travel those serendipitous travel moments so i'm excited um for when we can travel again well, let's. Let, let, I hope. I hope soon. Also, let's get this book published. Get, let's have your next one. I, I want you to write a children's book on sustainability and minimalism. That's what I want. That's my goal. Yeah. One of my goals of 2021 is a is a is a children's book from you on sustainability and minimalism. Huh. That's very inspiring. Thank you. You're thinking yeah, about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get the next I love your. I love your personality. I love your optimism. I love your hopes. I love, and I love how how much of an impact you want to make and how much of an impact you are making. And I love how you are a fantastic parent. And I love your mindset. And I'm excited for your 2021. Uh, and just thank you, thank you for for sharing all that with me today. And I know that I know that my 2021 is already off to a great start by chatting with you. So. Thank you so much. Thank you, Randall. It's always a pleasure. Perfect. Yeah, anytime you want to do this, I'm well, okay. We will. I'm going to hold you to that. All right. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks, Randall. Take care. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Much appreciation to Avital. Be sure to give her a follow on Twitter. At Avital B. Curiosity. Learning from the scholars around us is available on Amazon now. Curiosity celebrates the knowledge that strangers had to offer. Everyone has a unique expertise and endless wisdom awaits the perpetually curious. Featuring over 200 interviews, 
From the Any Given Runway Show, Curiosity explores the diverse lives of athletes, adventurers, and performers. Thank you for listening. Fill up that passport. Wash your hands. I'll see you on the road. Ciao.